Fast and loose, we're back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm John. Tim. Sasha. I'm gonna keep the. I'm gonna keep the intro rolling. This feels more like an us intro. Oh, this is a back. light Pampers commercial before I watch the Diamond League highlights. Are you on YouTube? I am on YouTube. <laughs> Which race are you watching? Uh, I just clicked the Paris 2023 highlights. Wanda Diamond League, is that correct? Yeah. Inger. Inger. Inger how you, wait, try and say it. Inger. Hold on, hold on. I, need to just, I just need to see it again. It went away. Inger Brixton. That was pretty good. It's pretty good. A phantom R in there somewhere, but... So, Bix... What? Ingebrigtsen. Yeah, Inge I think that's how you would actually... I just say Jakob because it's easier to That's pronounce. his first name? That's his first name. Okay. But it's yeah. with a K, which I think is cool. There's some crazy-ass names in Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was telling um, John, we took the train here together, and then I figured out it was him. But I've been addicted to uh, the new docu-series on the Tour de France yeah. on Netflix. And some of these dudes' names, like, I couldn't even rattle one off right now because I can't even remember <laughs> what but they're, like, 17 syllables long. I love that. Yeah. I'm a big, yeah, like, any any name that's, to, to John's point, like, silent R's or, like, weird yeah. J's thrown in there, there's a, we don't need to fully, there, there's an Irish woman in New York. Irish people have, like, the craziest names ever because it's spelled, oh, yeah. like, nuts and then it's pronounced entirely differently it's like ingebrit skin but it's like but my name's emma it's <laughs> yeah. like, what like what's going on but it's like really cool my yeah. mom's irish shout out well. kyle murber's kid yeah He's... yeah kyle murber's part of this uh, group i don't know i, I say louse but it's, apparently it's like leisha or yeah it's pronounced something literally entirely differently than uh right it's spelled but it's just like a i think it's a gaelic thing it's like okay. the, Does your mom's name fall under this? No, my category? mom was born in England, so okay. like I think both my and then my mom's parents are also like not part of that denomination, right? Yeah, so they don't right. have any of this. But like there are people in their lives that are like that. Okay. But yeah, all of that to say, Paris Diamond League. Paris Diamond League. Fucking yes. bananas. Yeah. To to spark notes our audience and for Sasha who's and watching too, it. I mm-hmm. uh, Paris Diamond League. In general, is like the closest thing that running has to like a regular season. I guess I like this analogy right now between other sports. It's like mm-hmm. this is the the Diamond League is like the regular season where the best of the best compete on a relatively consistent basis, like every mm. two weeks, leading into. For the Diamond League, they do have like a Diamond League championship, but usually it like leads into the Olympics or Worlds or whatever. Okay. Um, but the Diamond League happens every year. They do them all over Europe. Actually, there was one in Africa. There was, uh, oh, cool. it was in Morocco. I actually can't remember what a city. Rabat. Rabat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which apparently is super cool. Yeah. Um, that one's actually extra cool because the president of Morocco, I guess if it's the president, it might be the king. I'm actually not positive the like political setup that they've got. <laughs> the, the but they made they made the meat free. It was like open to the public, so anyone oh. could pull up. And, and because watch. of that, the crowds are like bananas. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, also, just like really funny that I'm really like digressing here, but uh, <laughs> like during that. the 110 hurdles in Rabat, it was like problematic because the crowd wouldn't stop making noise. So the runners couldn't figure out when the gun was going off. Oh, no. So they had to like reline them up four times. LOL. It was brutal. It was yeah. absolutely brutal. Oh my God. Because like a false start. Yeah. I can't imagine anything more energy draining than thinking you're about to do it and then not. Yeah. It sounds so difficult. It sounds like really, those really guys terrifying. are just like balls of twitching muscles. Right. Right. And, just ready to be unleashed. And then it's you get two guns. That's how they do it. If it's like a false start, they shoot the gun again. Uh, so it's like you hear the sound. But they like already started sprinting. Yeah. It's just brutal. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah, so Diamond, Diamond League is like the regular season, most prestigious, a lot of prize money. Um, oh, a lot of prize money, huh? Okay. A lot of prize money, which okay. is like one of the reasons that it right. does, it attracts the best athletes. And why it's the best model going forward. But uh, another yeah, conversation. Exactly, <laughs> another conversation. You just need to figure out a way to make the Diamond League matter more, in right. my mind. Right. Uh, matter for more people. This is like our American bias, Wait. but like Americans don't go there as often. But. They face when she wins she like doesn't even realize that she's she like looks behind her yeah and she's yeah. like wait there's no one there yeah faith, faith is <laughs> that's like, so cool 
absolutely nuts. So that's like Paris three world records. Yes. That, which is insane. The men, fact. men's steeplechase. Yeah. 752. Women's 1500, 348. Uh, the, 347. It was the 5K at, at Paris. Oh, at Paris, 1405. Yeah. And, and then the. That's so fast. Men's two mile. Men's two mile, 754. Which uh, technically, now I'm being just a piece of shit, world's yeah. best. Oh, world, world records. Yeah. I don't so understand what the difference is. It's not recognized by IAAF or yeah. something like that. Wait, Literally the stupidest thing in the world. It's dumb. If it's a distance that isn't recognized by oh. like, the governing body, it's technically So not the two a mile world. is a world's best, not a world record. Yeah. What yeah. distances are technically. I think it's like 1500. I think the only ones that aren't are like the off. The distances. weird ones. So like a 10 miler on the roads. I'm yeah. Sure. It's right. not like a world record. Maybe a, they run the 600 attack occasionally. So I'd assume the 600 is probably not yeah. the world's best versus a world record. I just call them world records. Cause I think like, cause they are like, yeah, it's yeah. literally the fastest anyone's ever ran it. That's right. what a world record is. In right. My brain. But it's also way easier to just call something a world record than be like, actually, it's the world's Technically. Best. I mean, but it's cool to know that that's a technicality that we exists. didn't know about. Yeah, right. it's cool. But yeah, to what John was saying, Faith Kipyegon, probably the, like, actually the highlight of this, though I'm a big Jakob fan. So yeah. We can talk about Jakob. But Faith Kipyegon the week before had set the world record in the 1500. Wow. Um, and Faith is like not really arguably it's like the best 1500 meter runner of all time okay it's kind of like that serena williams thing where it's like not the greatest female tennis player of all time just the greatest tennis yes. player yes like you could argue faith and hickam el garouge who's the world record holder for the men's side are like going head to head but at this point i think it's like kind of a non-argument that yeah. faith is better than hickam hitchum hickam el garouge yeah oh yeah because faith has like multiple Faith has a kid, first of all, what? at this point. Which how is old bananas. is she? That's what I was going to ask. That's a guy. Yeah. I actually don't know how old Faith is. I'm not so sure, but one of the one of like the there. best stories coming out of Faith Kipiagon is she took like two years off from the sport, maybe like something like that, to yeah. have a kid. Like she like actively like stopped her career at, at the height to like have a kid and then yeah. has yeah. come back and like set the world record. We support which that. Not, which is like, yeah. It's she's also, 29 and she's only 5'2". Oh, she wow, is petite. That, she looks long. Maybe she fly yeah. like when she Her runs fast, it's insane how like oh good God. she looks at running. Uh, it's really jarring to watch. The 5K is like especially jarring because it's all in the last 200 where she takes off. Yeah. Uh, Watching her run that 5K was jarring for me because she's like eerily close to my personal best. <laughs> and I don't love that at all. Yeah. <laughs> and she's closing probably harder than you <laughs> oh, closed. Oh, 100%. I think yeah, she closed in 60 flat mm -hmm. and uh, 28. I was looking at this today. Yeah, insane. She Holy closed her fifteen hundred. She closed, I think, in like one fifty nine. I think she went like sixty one fifty nine to close out the fifteen hundred, which is like eight hundred yeah. insane. Oh, in the eight, in the fifteen. In the fifteen, like the last eight, yeah. absolutely bananas. But like she, she's cool for a variety of reasons. When she set the fifteen hundred world record, it was really cool to see like all the other ladies in the field, like get super stoked about faith. It's one of the someone actually DM me this after because a lot of a lot of athletes right now specifically kenyans are like getting popped for doping yes which sucks yeah it's like insane how many are but oh like there's God. a there's a level of um distrust that certain individuals have over like any otherworldly performance i pretty actively choose to be like optimistic right about right, things, right right because otherwise it sucks yeah. but it was cool to see with faith of like everyone being that stoked about her generally speaking i think is like a good sign for like, the other athletes think that she's doing it the right way. Yeah. And, like, looking at how athletes interact with one another, I think, is the best gauge a lot of the it's time. Like, it's like every workplace. It's like how your peers judge you yeah. is pretty indicative of, like, the work you do on, like, a, like a integrity level. Totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like she's reached like El, um not El Garouge, uh Kipchoge levels. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like but, you could really, especially after the 5K, it's like, She's in that conversation of, like, greatest runner of all time. It's, like, give her Selassie, Bikele, her, and then Kipchoge, probably. I actually don't know what other woman you'd throw in there at this point. Like, Faith is just, like, the range that Faith has had. It's kind of otherworldly. But, yeah, like, I, and that, the 5K was wild because uh, I don't know how to say her first name, but Gide, the Ethiopian athlete, who mm -hmm. is the former world record holder, like, they were in a race with each other until the last, like, 120 meters to go. 
which oh, wow. just like doesn't happen when people are running that fast most right. of the time. Right. Um, and like, it was there's like, usually not another gear. Yeah. Or that that extreme of one. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then there's also just like usually you're kicking everyone's ass if you're running a world record. Right. Like very rarely. So I don't know what G'day ran in that race actually, but I think like maybe a second or two behind Faith, and it's like that usually doesn't happen that like you're setting a world record and there's someone that close to finishing like next to you right because that means that they're also running a world record potentially mm-hmm. uh which is nuts but yeah that that was sick so um it was also jar like on the Jakob side really cool to see especially for like american fans because we love our miles instead of fucking kilometers right Uh, (laughs) it's easy math you know yes yes yes, (laughs) but it was like the two mile world record is a really easy one to wrap your head around it's like oh he's running two miles back to back my favorite thing which john and i were texting about i think like after the race as well was like he obliterated the old record but there is like a i a very world-class field of athletes that was in that race with him. And I think he beat everyone. The second place finisher, I literally think was like 12 seconds behind him. Yeah. Like he beat everyone by 150 meters, which mm-hmm. is just like insane. That's, that that's so, what happened. So much distance. Like it's such a just big like gap. waving at them from the other side of the track. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he's trying. He's one of the right. like smoothest looking runners that exist. Um, And it's just, like, pretty bananas to think that someone went and ran, like, a 3.59 for a smile. And then was like, okay, and now I'm going to run, like, a 3.53 mile. That's that's insane. I can't. I can't ride my bike that fast. Yeah, legitimately. It's superhuman, but it, like you said, it doesn't make me want to question how they've pulled off that performance. Yeah, it's just insane. He's another one of those, like... He's got a wild story of, like, both of his brothers are Olympians. His dad's coached him since he was, what, like, 10 years old, I think. It's like he's, like, another one who – youngest kid to break four in the mile. I think it was at that race. 16 16 years years old, old. he broke four in the mile. And this is a really random one. I don't know if I'll do it. (laughs) But if you're really bored and you have nothing to watch on TV, (laughs) YouTube, Uh the Ingebrigtsen reality TV show. And they have (laughs) – a Norwegian reality TV show from when they were like young. Like these are like oh. prodigy children. Yeah. Like they've been following him since he was like 10. Yeah. And he broke four at like 15 or 16. And his dad's just been building like a superhuman. Yeah, and has like in the show, his brother's like 16 and his other brother's like 12. Who's, and re- who's, made the show well they love him in norway they, <laughs> oh, they, they like love norway him loves us. Oh and my uh God. his brothers were olympians bronze medals in the olympics and yeah. the dad has always been like they're just like my guinea pigs for like Jakob. and like they're like <laughs> olympian brothers and they're yeah. like no, no no like he's the like the youngest is the best one like you guys just wait and he's like 10 at the time oh my god so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool That's, wow they predicted oh, so it one of his they manifested brothers, that shit we've got a wild mustache like wild mustache <laughs> Uh, another Henrik. like just going down the random fun fact rabbit hole though but you guys know um evil evil twin in new york yeah, yes the brewery the, brewery. the mm-hmm. owner of evil twins son i'm gonna get this wrong but like his kid is a like owner of evil twin huge runner himself his kid apparently has set like area like scandinavian or european records for age groups as well and like you look at the all-time list and granted i think this is where the grain of salt comes in i'm not positive but i believe it was like Jakob only started like seriously racing at a certain age but you look at where his kid is on like the the 11 year old and the 12 year old and it's like his name and then Jakob's name are on the list <laughs> and it's just nuts oh my uh, god it's really cool and they're that cool people they always run the brooklyn mile every year it's really fun oh really them. yeah it's really cool that's cool uh, they're really really cool human beings okay um, yeah, so that I was cool, that. and then oh the steeplechase was wild. That's a soft spot for John right there. Is that what you used to run? Yeah, that's my event. Can you explain to the listeners at home and Sasha here? Yeah, <laughs> so we've got three thousand meters, seven and a half laps. We've got every seventy meters is a thirty-six inch barrier um, that does not move like the normal hurdles you watch. Yeah. So there, there's five of them over the course of four hundred meters. Four of them are dry. So you can just jump over them and keep running. Okay. And then one of them is like a 12-foot water pit that is like graded out. So it's like at the deepest, it's like three feet, which is like right after the barrier. And then it goes out into like, you know, an inch of water. Right. So you're jumping out and trying to get into the shallow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's like sort of the gist of it. 
and then yeah, you run three thousand meters, and these guys are fucking good at it. That's yeah. crazy. It's predominantly like owned by the East Africans the last thirty years. So oh, wow. like okay. Ethiopia and Kenya just crush. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think this... that's what Coach Rebecca Stowe used to run. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, she's she like has well. a record, I thought, maybe. Yeah. I'm not I, I mean I'm sure she's, she's a steeplechaser. Yeah. You usually you see him. That's yeah, but it's wild. it's been funny because this dude El Bacali has been going for it. This Moroccan dude the last like two years. He's been informed to do it and just like has never gotten it. Yeah. And he's been winning all the major championships and then this Ethiopian guy, Gurma, yeah. finally popped one. And it's so funny. It was nuts. Yeah. That race was not so because dude fucking like he was way ahead of world record pace pretty oh, much really? the entire time. Yeah, like he like hammered the race uh and it was actually really fun because he got like halfway through and it was like fuck is this guy gonna like die or is he gonna set the world record and yeah he ended up setting the world record oh my god uh, i feel like that's cool. the line watch. you have to ride though yeah yeah oh, yeah right i mean it's like it, you can you can scale that back to like running a sub three marathon yeah to some extent it's like if you're gonna run something you've never run before in your entire life like you have to ride the line of like doing it or not doing it yeah, yeah. and you're gonna feel fucking crazy when you're doing oh, it. oh for sure yeah. yeah and i'm sure there's something in paris about like the uh it must have been a good day for running it's like yeah because most of this stuff to john's point like you're riding a fine line and like bad weather bad conditions bad oh, right. field slow track can all of a sudden like it's not gonna what's a happen. slow track i don't know it's like materials okay. are weird yeah. Sometimes is that a thing? Um, it, it, I don't know. I mean, you can say John probably better than I can, but like there, there's places where people always run fast. Like everyone always goes to Monaco, yeah, and runs fast. Or even like Boston University has an indoor track. Uh-huh. Indoors maybe a little different because they're banked, right? And like there's a scientific argument that there's like an optimal angle of the bank or whatever to run certain times oh like to be in a specific like to start in a specific lane not even starting in a specific lane it's just like as you're running around the turn the way that like the centripetal force i took physics once shout out me Disney Channel used to talk about centripetal force a lot it's like you spin a bucket of water around but how does the water not come out when it's upside down that's it. Honestly, mm-hmm. exact same physics. thing. Literal yeah. physics. Okay, got it. But it's like what makes, like, whatever that angle is, it's like dudes always run really fast there because, like, yeah. hypothetically, the angle of the bank is, ma- like, they're not doing this on purpose, but it seems like right. that track must just be, like, banked perfectly to run a 355 mile or yeah. whatever it might wow. be. Um, but, like, yeah, like, Monaco, which is a same as McCarran Park in terms of, like, its shape and shit. Yes. It, like, that's the track that everyone goes and runs fast at every year. Huh. So, like, whatever the material is or something. Like, the when you're that good, I'm sure there's little it differences. It matters. It's, like, probably, sense. like, the buoyancy of whatever is mm-hmm. the track is made yeah. out of. Or even, like, the air. Like, yeah. I think Morocco yeah. is right next to the sea or something. I don't know. They used to say that that's with, uh, for breaking, too, they were looking for, like, a... Uh, and optimize the original break into when they ended up in Monza. They were looking for mm. like places that were at certain heights in terms of like sea level. Yeah. To make sure that they were one, like enough oxygen, but then also I think like part of what was good about Monza is where it was geographically, like it didn't usually get bad weather. The humidity was always decent. Like there are okay. a bunch of environmental factors. So maybe it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. With Monaco. We're getting real nerdy on this I podcast mean, this week. I love the, this. <laughs> all of the things have to align yeah, on race right. day. Yeah. Whether you're setting a world record or you're just trying to run an average marathon. Like it it doesn't matter what kind of human you are. Like you definitely need all the things to align for yourself. Yeah. Stuff sucks and you're screwed either way. Uh, Maybe. We need more porter potties at the, at the start corrals. I do agree. Mm -hmm. Is this uh, a, speaking of races, a mini 10 K problem where there are not enough porta potties? I think I just didn't get there early enough. Okay. Cause they're like, I was like, Oh shit. Is there going to be a security line? But I got, I like hopped over the fence into my corral and then I, the porter potties were on the other side. So 20 feet away and I could just see the long line and mm. people just not, well, mainly ladies, not, not really that worried. So they must've been in corrals behind me. So I, I think it's illegal to do this, but I had to go find a spot in the bushes in the park. Mm. Cause I was just, I was like, I, you know, I wasn't nervous. I just knew I was like, I have to go. Yeah. So I'm going to try to go. And then came back and was fine. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you always need more porta potties at races. But then if there's more, are more people just going to be like, ooh, I should just go anyways? Yeah, definitely. Just in case. (laughs) And then we're going to have the same issue. I think maybe 
the corrals should have their own porta potties. Yeah, I would be that like, seems fine smart. with that. 100%. Right? Yeah, like just put them in the corrals. Put them in the corrals. That feels like an easy solution. Yeah, I agree. I do also, I'm like, I'm in the headspace of like, you're never going to have enough porta potties at any race. I don't think that's a problem that we can solve. No. Like, I don't think that New York can pick up trash fast enough to not ever have trash on the streets and then Definitely. rats, you know, scurrying about the trash. But yeah, it's nice to think about. alley system. That's yeah. what we need. What do we need? An alley system. What does that mean? That's what Chicago's guys got. In Boston. Got like ba- in Boston. They've got, like, back alleys where all the trash stays. The oh. streets stay way cleaner. Uh, we need that. Yeah, it'd be huge. Fuck I don't yeah. know, like... I have no idea about it, but okay. like clearly yeah. someone made a decision really early. I think on. we're behind the eight ball on uh, yeah, creating an analysis. That's too late. Might have been like a city planning Let's just thing. Call it <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Someone had a lot of foresight when they were like city planning Chicago. Like, right. You know what we're going to do? Alleys behind every fucking building. And oh, it was super God. smart. Like, yeah. shout out that guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out who the I'm hell sure did that? Yeah, sure who discovered alleys? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't think I, I do. I will say every race that I ever do, I like get there early enough where I give myself like 45 minutes to be able to use a porta potty. Like See, I, just I want build it into to, my schedule. I want to, and that's always like in my head, what I'm going to do. Then morning of comes. Just doesn't it's also just not, it's not, was far. Like it's yeah. far to get to central park from Bushwick. Yeah. I ran to the sea, missed the sea. Took the A, yeah. then had to transfer to the C. Yeah. So, like... Brutal. I don't know. Like, part of me thinks more rest, and I have no no problem popping a squat anywhere as long as people yeah, are not going to see me, you yeah, know? You figure and I did, I did a nice... I, I was able to find a secluded area that was, like, down below where everyone was on street level, and then when I look up, there's one woman staring right down at me, and I'm like... Hello. I've been here for at least 30 seconds. Like, how long have you been staring at me? <laughs> Did she say I just waved. I was like, I'm sorry. I have to go. I don't even think she was running. She might have just been a spectator. Uh, just, like, confused yeah. what was happening. I do think that there's a level of, like, most people on race morning, like, recognize. I feel, I think about, like, New York City Marathon most often. I'm yeah. like, oh, so, so pretty much time. everyone's just going and taking a piss, like, wherever the hell they want. Absolutely. It's just, like... Oh You're yeah, on the bridge. On the bridge yeah. There's like a whole line of people. Yeah, and it's just no one cares. Like everyone's acknowledged that like this is what's gonna happen, well, and we're good. Remember this year, Boston, that someone got caught on like their home security system oh, really? taking a shit in someone's yard. Wait, it was like a big deal, and I was like, the person who put this poor runner on blast must not know what it's like oh, to run. I have no idea. Because yeah. that's. He was probably, I think he was, like, not elite, but maybe sub-elite. And, like, if you're about to do something spectacular, you're not stopping. Or you're no. stopping and you're going wherever you can as yeah. quickly as you can. Yeah, 100%. That's, like, it, it's a thing. Have you ever happen. had to deal with that? No, I, uh, I'm, i like, too scared of tummy. I've had, like, one race in my entire life where I've had, like, bad stomach issues. Yeah. And I just, like, my, I, like, didn't run my race well. Yeah, I like had to like stop and jog until it was like one of these random road races without a lot of like bathroom. Right. Um, But I'm like so scared of stomach issues that I don't that I haven't had to like knock on wood, run into them in like any sort of serious way. I Do you take, eat like, before your races? No, because like I'm so scared of stomach That's issues that I just don't so eat before crazy. Races. Yeah, it's not that your output liquid. is. At that level with no fuel. Straight sugar, baby. Little yeah, what do you take on the course, though? Uh, well, for probably for marathons is the only thing you fuel, right? Yeah, for marathons is the only thing. I've done, like, Morton fluids recently. The, the drink mix? Yeah, and it works yeah. well. It seems to sit in my stomach. I'll usually, like, try and sip on... I, the thing that I will say about what I do is I train so often with, like, nothing mm, that... That your body knows. I, yeah, I'm, like, kind of used to it. Yeah. It's definitely something i should figure out but because i've trained with it so frequently it's like i'm a little more like i do my 20 22 mile long runs with nothing most of the time this past year i did it with like a morton water bottle and i took the drink mix and that's why like on race day someone handed me a water bottle with the drink mix and i like 
get it down and yes. it's good. You're so also, you have to train your stomach to want or to like utilize yeah, the Yeah, because otherwise energy. it's just not going to happen is the whole yeah. thing. And I do think, I like the Morton drink mix because it's so concentrated that I don't need to drink a lot of shit. Right. Like you do gels and fluids. You, I mean, you've I got do a good stomach. gels. I don't like the taste of the drink mix. Yeah. I think it's great. more efficient, but. I don't like it. It's also not the easiest thing in the world to have like a friend hand it to you. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. always an option. I mean, right. Well, like, the, New York the transit great. or the handoff has to be seamless. Handoff know? is a dangerous game. You got bad friends. Uh, you need someone there. You need someone. Maybe but, who's maybe the John biker? Ryan's. Who's the bike? I'll be. I'll maybe be your Jason bottle Sol- person. Yeah. What's we his talked name? about that with Bandit. Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. yeah. Right, we need a Klaus. Klaus is fucking great. I know. Platform on his hand. Well, Kipchoge missed his bottle in Boston. No. Yeah, he didn't have Klaus, man. See, that's. I mean, yeah. Yo, Rossi, I'm your Klaus in Chicago. There we go. Oh my God. (laughs) You're running Chicago? Yeah. Are you Fuck running yeah. Chicago? Yes, you were there my so, first year too. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago's oh great. So I'm excited. I love Chicago. I'm excited. I'm really excited about Chicago this year. I uh Speaking of you running, you're also running Grandma's. Oh wait, yes, I am doing Grandma's. Wait, no, we <laughs> fully <laughs> skipped over you. Yeah, yeah, Grandma's is happening, but you ran we talked about you pooping or peeing before the <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll never know which one it was. We'll leave it open. One <laughs> other or both. Or just squatting. Either <laughs> yeah, way, just squatting. Just opening uh, up the hips. But you ran very fast at this race. You were ninth That's in rel- the open. Relatively speaking, I was 10th in the open. Top 10, baby. Oh, in no. the open. It was, I was very surprised and confused by it. Um, what mainly I'm confused about, and you two will know more about this, is I didn't know because I was had my headphones on and they're noise canceling, so I wasn't listening. But at mile five and a half is where GFTC had their cheer zone. Jerry's there. Thomas is there. And they, like, hop in. To like hype me up, but yeah. no one's coming in to pace me. At that point, like I don't think even they could have like gone from still standing to the pace that I was running, which wasn't that fast, but like still, it was a big a big jump. There. Yeah, yeah. There's a video of this woman who is behind me, who's running the race, and she's at the top of her lungs. I don't even know how she found the lung capacity to do this. <laughs> is like, you're pacing her. That's illegal. So then. They, they, I mean, they like hopped out naturally like 10 seconds later, but that's because that was the plan anyways. The time, yeah. So Gemma looked it up and apparently when you are like going to place, that is a thing. Like you cannot have that. That used to be a thing in like, in like cross country races. Yeah. You, you can't. But like, like, yeah, but it's like a rule that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Because it's very, like, Thomas has a fucking megaphone in his hand. Yeah, yeah. He's not pacing me. <laughs> like, but it's funny, and I looked at the, the uh, like, 11th, 12th, and 13th place, and I think it's this woman who's 55 years old and who was, like, three seconds behind me. Wow. But I'm just like, maybe if you had saved your cardiovascular <laughs> yeah. without yelling, you could have just... Because she tried to get me at the end, too. I saw Emily Abadi, and then all of a sudden this woman, like comes up very fast and i'm like oh i didn't realize we were doing this and i was like okay (laughs) here we go sprint to the finish uh but yeah it was i mean it was fucking cool yeah it was very very fun i had no idea i finished i saw nel rojas and i was like fangirling so hard then a friend from brooklyn track club k was like you are top 10 and i was like no that's that's a mistake and then she pulled it up. And Did it, was, it feel like you had people to run with during the race? or was No, it like, I was alone the whole time. That's 1, like a little brutal. but. And I started in Corral A instead yeah. of Double A. So I like passed a few of the people yeah. that I probably could have run with. But yeah. And then I saw Anna, my coach, on the course. She wasn't running the race, but she was doing her own run. Oh, sick. Um, it was fun. Sick. The, the three sisters seem like there's more than three. But other than I mean, Cat Hill was okay. Oh, I yeah, love that they took Cat out Harlem Hill, which yeah. I had not run the previous course, but I liked it. Was the first mile downhill? In it the end, seems or is it, not? it seems like it's propelling you down a decline. Okay, like cool. maybe marginally a descent, but it feels fast. Cool, that's kind yeah. Of fun. It's kind. It's it it's kind cool of sets course. the tone. Yeah, yeah. I would course. love to run that again. Yeah. It's for, like, what you're going to do with a 10K around Central... Like, it's what you said. You avoid Harlem Hill, which yeah. is sick. 
And then, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. There's a few gear shifts. Like, when you yeah. take the 97th transverse and you immediately go up. You turn yeah, and you go yeah, up. Yeah, and I'm like, that oof, that's a hard transition. And then also the end of the race is the 72nd transverse. And it's a turn and, like, a slight uphill. But you definitely end going up. Yeah. The finish line is it's higher. It's also, like, what is it? Like an 120 degree turn. I'm like, yeah. It's like a very aggressive. Absolutely. Pain. You can't really like momentum your way. No, you have water. to go super wide, yeah. which if you were running with a pack of people must be difficult. Oh, I was yeah. alone and even I was like centrifugal forcing it, you know, <laughs> call <laughs> back. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was tight. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised and humbled. I don't know if I love the 10K distance. 10K is hard. That's a long... It's a weird one. It's a it's a long sprint is what it felt like. Yeah. You're running fast the whole time. The whole time. it's not short. So, like, you're just no, exactly. going the whole time, which yeah. is kind of brutal. Yeah. It That's was... But point. the... the um, Obiri did... She came in second. I can't remember. Yeah, Obiri lost to... Uh, I don't know who beat I don't her. like calling second place... A, Lost. Losing. Yeah, you still But I do. It's the first I do. Loser. Yeah, it's a loser. If you're Obiri. <laughs> you're the first. You're, you're the, the first. In Obiri's case, it's losing. I know. It can't be like the best all the time. It's like. Right, the, right, right, right. And Obiri's like, Obiri, what was it? April was two months ago. Like, ran a marathon mm-hmm. two months ago. I'm when you can like dominate. Oh, uh, in... Simberi Tefera. Or mm. Teferi. Teferi. Mm. Is the winner. That's the night. Oh, defending champ from last year. Seemingly. Oh. Uh, I think I also saw that it was a new course record. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't the most Ethiopia. surprising either, because I think Obiri is seconds. notorious for, like, hammering. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Obiri's, uh, her birthday is six days before mine. Mm-hmm. She's around the same what age. What did they me. run? Obiri? 30, 19. 3-0? 3-0. Damn. That's fast. Yeah. That's What's cool. your, what are your 10K park. PRs, both of you? Not that. Really? Yours is probably I thought you nine like fifty. No. The, yeah, I mean she was on on my ass for yeah. sure. <laughs> Mine's way slower than that. I haven't ran ten k like for real in a while, but I think I'm like thirty one fifty something in like a fake track time trial. Like they both were, oh, really? like smoked me. Wait, uh, that's they're fucking fast. That's fast. Those guys. That's, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like two fifty three. Average or something like that? Per K. Yeah, that's per K. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, 452 mile pace is what it says. 452. Yeah, Yeah. wait, what did I say? Well, 3019 is probably like 30. Well, what's 19 divided by 6? Or 10? 19? What? A little less than 9. It's 2. 302. Oh, sorry, a little less. 301. It's like 301 and change. Per K. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 15, 15 flat, three flat. Guys. Oh, a Mexican woman won or was third place. Laura Galvin. Do you I do think that? I saw that actually. That's fucking cool. I do not She's know young. who that is, but all these runners are so young. Kira Diamato's not necessarily super young. Not, right? Yeah, and she has got two kids. No. Yeah. That's she's so got a cool. she's dope. Like, really, really insanely strong runners who also have children. I mean, just like Shalane, I think about. Oh, yeah. Mom strength. That's a thing. How did she do that last year? Oh, I have no idea. That's crazy. fucking bananas. People are maniacs. I think that, like, I think there's actual science that, like, women have higher pain thresholds than dudes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, It's just nuts. Also, like, right after having a kid, there's, like, hormonal changes. Yeah. 1,000%. And you, like, are essentially like doping yeah it's like the same as doping it's like you have the power to protect another life which is yeah. like a, a literally a super strength mm-hmm. that yeah. most other people it's like can't. a straight superpower it's absolutely dope. it's so cool she probably ate her placenta too or something mm. it's fucking i actually learned about this in school like because <laughs> on a molecular level your body changes and you have like higher like oxygen outputs and like red blood cells there's like inc- everything's just like ready Heightened. ready to just like yeah. kick ass you know that's so, cool. like, the USSR in, like, 1980 was doing, like, abortion doping. Well, and I show, you know, nice. this is a weird turn, but they were, like, state-sponsored getting these women pregnant. And the and women were on board with it. And then aborting it at the end. So you still get all, that's like, the hormonal changes. It's Yeah, super that's USSR. That's fucking yeah. crazy. It's like the Soviet, though. Oh, my God. And, like, no, and then they were, like, winning gold medals and, like, paying out huge prizes for, like, yeah. gold medals. And so, like, everyone was on board with it. It wasn't, like, against 
there will, but right, it was like right. some crazy Russian shit that's going on. Wait, that not is... not to turn this podcast into like no, a weird like, controversy, <laughs> baby. Right, that's but not actually... really but controversy. Yeah. That's cool that you know that because I didn't know that, and that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Holy shit, yeah. people do crazy shit. Man, anything was... to get get the gold? Apparently, apparently. No. Um, that's fucking nuts. Okay, well, I will not be doing that. No, of course no, not. No, don't do no, that. No, thank don't you. Do that. that is interesting though because it's no, like blood. I wonder if people would do that like i wonder how many women would be willing to do that now because does it really constitute doping yeah it's like, one of those like think? really awkward i mean definitely feels like just like morally something that you probably shouldn't right. be doing absolutely in general because yeah, that's yeah, like it also it. sounds like traumatizing to the individual absolutely themselves. like there's no way that like going through that is good for like mental health no. right i don't know like there's that de- you you could absolutely convince me that there'd be people i mean like well maybe move beyond the like abortion doping piece just specifically because that like in my brain is fucking hard to wrap my head around but it's the same thing of like what uh like if you could sit there and if, if you could sit there and offer someone like you had to do something really odd but you'd win a gold medal it's like odds the wrong word but right, like but something yeah. that you know is like morally not good to do but you're gonna get this big payoff right. it's like would you do it there's probably like a level of athlete that like the mindset just the will to win like offsets the i don't know whatever it's i mean it's like the tour brain. de france yeah and then yeah. if you start to see all your peers mm-hmm. are doing it no matter how hard you work they're always going to have this advantage so then you just get sucked in that way yeah you know? it's like really easy i feel like I mean, obviously, doping is bad, but I'm definitely right. of the, like, headspace as well of, like, it's way easier to sit here from, like, the fucking podcast Absolutely. chair of, like, someone who's never going to make it to the Olympics or get, like, paid to be an athlete. Yes. It's really easy for me to be like, yeah, I'd never dope, but that's because, like, my motivations within the sport are just, like, be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the rant about, like, at my level of running, of our level of running at this point, John's different because he was good. Uh, but but like at this point in our lives like it's all zero-sum game like if i run well like i don't need someone to run worse than me i'd rather all of my friends run just as well as me because like who the fuck cares like yeah yeah, yeah, we're all like achieving our goals because like it doesn't literally doesn't matter um but if you're like trying to win a world gold medal win the olympics make a u.s team like it's literally not zero sum, but it's like three people go to the Olympic team, the rest of you don't. Exactly. Like one so if person someone's wins doing the gold better medal, than you, you're doing worse. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. It it's actually like, does And that matter. mindset changes enormously. So to your point, Sasha, of like if I'm sitting there and I'm a silver medal, or even worse, if I'm the fourth place finisher at the mm-hmm. Olympics, mm-hmm. like and I'm sitting there and there's two people suspe- sus- who have suspicions around them. I couldn't figure out the actual mm-hmm. word. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole, I think like, I, uh, Kara Goucher has said this, I think, mm-hmm. of like, uh, I mean, I actually think in Kara's case, they got bumped up from like fifth to second. Like, I think yeah. she has a silver medal now because oh. people got like retroactively suspended. Oh. But it's like very hard, I would imagine, for someone in that position to sit there and be like, I'm 90% sure that like XYZ is doping, but like, what the hell do I know? Right. How are you going to convince someone like that, that like cheating it? I don't know. It happens in baseball. It happens in the tour de France. Like I don't, you don't like think that it's right, but like, I'm kind of in the headspace of like, I get it. Like I get why you did it. Absolutely. I don't know. I think about it in baseball a lot. We used to talk about this in college. It's like baseball. Like if you told me that I was like a minor league player, that's going to make like next to no money. And have, like, baseball is just an easy example because if you're in the lower leagues, you, like, literally make no money and, like, are arguably on the poverty line. Yeah. Um, but if, yeah. like, you could do something to physically enhance yourself and make it to the major leagues and make, like, a few million bucks and then, like, the repercussions for doping is that, like, you get suspended without pay but you've already made but a few million dollars. But you've already made the money. It's like... Eh, especially if someone's it's in a financial position, it's not looking like a bad option. No, especially it's if you've ba- got to like take care of your family or some shit. One thousand percent, and most of like they're getting pulled from like the Dominican Republic, from Cuba, yeah. where their livelihood is definitely going to be mm-hmm. far worse than if they just take the deal and all of the kind of shitty things that come with it. Yeah, you know? the the I in my brain, like I fully agree with all of that. Yeah. Like obviously, like right. Yeah, like I I understand why people dope. I think the only way that you can solve it is like 
the the repercussions need to be so severe that like it makes it not worth the risk at that right. point. Right. And then ideally you like level the playing field because that takes away the if everyone thinks that everyone else is doping, you're it's easy to convince yourself to dope. But if you make it like so harsh, mostly financially, it's like if you had to pay back all your prize money I think or that pay back your contracts, I think it'd be huge. I think why do you I, think it's so rampant? In, within the Kenyans right now like what's going it, on I mean it goes back to <clears throat> what you were saying about baseball where it's like a vessel to change your life mm-hmm. I mean like over there you know a contract or a gold medal can like change the landscape of not only your life but your family is yeah. your entire yeah. community it's like they're willing to take the risk because the alternative is to just not have that opportunity yeah right it's almost not even a risk they're like this is a this a is no worth brainer. it yeah it's no right. yeah if i get right. caught i get caught i also tend to think that like the the optimistic outlook is that they're just testing more in kenya yeah. now and like obviously if they're catching people it means that like yeah like people are taking performance enhancing drugs but like i don't think it's just a kenya thing oh, like no, no, if no, you no. probably got that level of testing i just in a meant lot like recently oh no yeah but to john's point and i think that's also though like a bunch of different countries probably have the same issues it's like yeah yeah like you can change the outlook of your family's entire life if you like do xyz like yeah they're gonna kenya yeah. just happens to like most of that output is like through running right. there's other countries i mean it's also interesting like that it's it's prevalent in the east african countries on the distant side but like you know, during the mid two thousands, when like Johan Blake, Asafa Pell, like yeah. all the Jamaicans were getting popped on the sprint side, it's like when your country is so robust at a certain event, yeah. you'll get a lot of the like cheats because they're just trying to one up each other. It's like yeah. what you're talking about about making the team. There's only a finite amount of spots, and mm-hmm. so like, you know, Kenya has an amazing like contingency of distance runners. People are gonna be doping, yeah, taking EPOs to try and make it. Yeah. Jamaica has a bunch of good sprinters. People are taking anabolic steroids to just try and make that 4x1 team or right. yeah, 400 I mean, it's even in the U.S. at one point. It's like we had a bunch of fucking our best sprinters who were like pop for doping at one oh, point Oh, my God, time. yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, Tyson Gay and uh, uh, Justin Gatlin. Justin Gatlin. Justin Gatlin got rubbed by a masseuse, though. That's why he popped. There's always <laughs> funny excuses. That's Wait, what was his excuse? Justin, Gat- Justin Gatlin to this day has never admitted to doping, oh. which is just funny. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, bro, people are going to, like, forgive you at some point, I think. Right. But maybe I'm also being too optimistic. Right. Uh, that would be another good one. It's if we, like, forgive people. That'd be people would tell like the truth more stick. often. Well, and it comes back to being empathetic as to It's a wild concept. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched Ted Lasso, guys. He says, like, have you guys watched Ted Lasso? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. I know. We need to. He gives this whole rant to the assistant. One of their assistant coaches. I'm going to give you the spark now. So I'm gonna see if <laughs> one of the the season one assistant coaches who does something bad uh, is trying to potentially come back to the team in one of the later seasons. I should have said spoiler alert beforehand, but spoiler alert. Um, and the main head coach Ted Lasso says to like the other coach who is unwilling to forgive this initial assistant coach something like, "I hope that all of us or none of us are judged either by like." Or either all of us or none of us are judged by the decisions we make at our like lowest moments or some shit like that. Very true. I'm like, damn, that's fucking deep. Bars. Uh, yeah, it's a good bar. There's a lot of good quotes in this show. Uh, <laughs> it's a great show. But all of that to <laughs> say, to Justin Gatlin never admitted to doping, but his excuse was that a masseuse, unbeknownst to Justin Gatlin, to like sabotage him, rubbed him with testosterone cream. Right before, uh, and that what seeps through his pores, yes. Don't you need to inject it? Like, it can't be applied topically. I think that I, I think, I mean, I don't know. No, I think you're right (laughs) because there's also like going down. I mean, it's the only reason I think this is funny is because then later on, and we won't go down the rabbit hole of Alberto Salazar because there are lots of problematic things with that dude, but. Uh, Alberto, insane to the point, I think was testing whether someone could get a positive drug test via someone like rubbing testosterone cream on you. Like he wanted to find out if his athletes could get sabotaged. Mm. Uh, And I think it was like, no, they can't. But um, like that's the level of insanity that this guy, not insanity. In that case, it's like a little bit more of just like pessimism. I don't know. 
But you get these crazy, crazy. Oh, this guy sucks. I don't know. Yeah, no, oh, real bad. I, did, I didn't know. Real Ambrose bad. Hauser? Oh, yeah. He was a grade A asshole. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Just flat out. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with drug testing in general, they, I can't remember this dude, but there was one dude who claimed that, like, a sex party and a bunch of cocaine is why he, like, tested positive. Oh, he's a pole vaulter? Is that? The yeah, Canadian yeah. pole vaulter? There's some nuts. Yeah, yeah. Even the New Zealand guy. My boy, yeah. I don't want to say his first name because I'm going to get it wrong. One of the Robertson twins. Jake or Zan. Yeah, exactly. One of them's clean, one of them's not, which is unfortunate. But, like, he claimed that he tested positive because he went to get a COVID vaccine and the doctor gave him EPO. What? I think was the excuse. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, you could come up with a better, better story. There's better out yeah, there. That is just not plausible. Fucking, I don't know. We can go down the rabbit hole. How would... Yeah. Okay, never mind. I mean, so it's just not true, stories. so it doesn't even matter how... All right, you still... You take any EPOs before grandma's? Yeah, what do we, what are we taking before grandma's? <laughs> that would have been okay, fucking Okay, so if you're not eating anything... EPO. What is <laughs> poppy? Yeah. A poppy cola, <laughs> a prebiotic. I um, a prebiotic. Okay, then I need to know what you're eating. I guess a half marathon's different, but what are you eating the day before? Do you stop at a certain time? I yeah. And what are you drinking the morning of? Because I know you're having caffeine. Yeah, I usually the day before it's usually like Chipotle and ice cream. Yeah. Um. And it's usually just, like, an over-index on carbs with all of that right. shit. Like, I'll have, like, full-sugar Gatorades, like, two oh, big ones. Oh, smart. I used to be, like, I used to, like, track it, but now I just kind of, like, go off feel. I don't ever, like, stuff my stomach so that I can, like, digest all the food properly. Okay. But it's usually just, like, I want a bunch of calories and most yes. of it to be, like, carbs and protein. Yes. Or carbs and fat. Like, mostly carbs, balance of fat and protein. Yeah. Chipotle is great for that. For that. Just fucking rip it. Yeah. Uh, which is great. I usually eat it around, like... 5 p.m. That's kind of when, like, I've not stopped, like, consuming, but right. I will, like, drink calories the rest of the night. No ice cream that night? Uh, I dairy? have ice cream, like, immediately after Chipotle. My okay. stomach's a bottomless pit. I, I was can, gonna like, say, but dairy it. for the next day seems... Yeah, my stomach's just good with it. It's weird. It's okay, like, you've trained it, as, it. You've trained it. Yeah, like, yeah. as weird of a, as soft of a stomach that I have, it can handle, like, dairy, which is odd. It did used to be Froyo Ben and Jerry's would be my, like, uh, thing. Got it. Just a super low-fat ice cream, so, yes. like, it when like it was mostly sugar which okay. was awesome um but yeah then the morning of i usually have like a full it's like 350 calories of monster energy drink or red bull uh oh my God. which is just what? straight sugar how much is a can of it that's how much is in a can oh really? i think it's 320 calories in a monster i feel like i'd have a full heart attack me Probably. too uh it's great how long, like, over how long of a sitting do you drink the can? I, I usually have it early. Like, I get up way before races most of the time. If I your race s- is at 7, what time are you getting up? For a race that I have to, like, travel to, I'm probably yeah. getting up at, like, 4. Yeah. Um, I mean, which just to. sucks. Like, you just kind of have to. So I, if it was, like, a Central Park race, I'm probably getting up around 4.30. Because um, you're right there. Yeah, because I'm right there. Maybe yeah. 5. Like, I could wake up at 5. But I usually have, like... 90 minutes between finishing like my caffeinated beverage and needing to like start jogging okay um, and that's uh, mostly like i like to get up and move like what about I do, water i also will have water i like okay. sip on water kind of ad hoc after that yeah um and especially if it's something that i'm traveling to i bring like a water bottle on the subway yeah, yeah, with yeah. Me, which is kind of nice like new york city marathon i brought water with me. so what's the duluth situation where are you guys staying and yeah, how far is it from the start so that's honestly duluth is weird because the race starts at 7 a.m i think i have to get on a bus at 6 a.m um, oh even for the half yeah the half starts an hour earlier than the marathon, which is rough. Wait. It's literally 13.1 miles away from downtown. Why does it start an hour earlier? They run it on the same course as the marathon. Oh, so they want you guys to be they done? They want everyone to be done. Or which... at least out of the way. Yeah. Are, yeah. Is there a good pro field for the marathon? Usually it's pretty good, actually. Okay. It used to be like the U.S. Championship way back in the day. I bet oh. this year it'll be really good because yeah. it's probably the second biggest like OTQ yeah, uh, People this go is like the one yeah. where everyone's going to go in the spring and then yeah. everyone will go to CIM in the fall. Um, oh, is that where everyone goes? Are you going? To see, I'm probably not going to try an OTQ, but hey, you never know. You never we'll know. See what you get fit. Yeah. If you pop a really good one in Chicago, maybe you like take it down a couple weeks. And yeah, then... if I, I think I've had... Listen to Coach like, John Rice over here. Yeah, oh, I fully agree with that. I yeah. think in my brain, if I got under like 224 in the marathon, which like... I, I, 
for the viewers at home, like <laughs> that, that's an aggressive thing to say out loud. <laughs> but but it's, like if it's, somehow it's very attainable for you. I think I could get there. I don't know if I'll get there this fall. Okay. But like if I went to Chicago and it was the perfect day, I ran two twenty three. Yeah. yeah. I would a thousand percent do that down week train and then just mm-hmm. be like, yo, fuck it. I'm gonna yeah, go use run that five twenty pace happens. as long as I can. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. who the hell knows? I make it sixteen miles and explode, I make it five miles and explode, or like you get to twenty two and it's like, oh shit. Fuck like, it. Who Let's knows? Go. Yeah. Um but you you like I used to say this with people who would like claim that they wanted to OTQ. I feel like you need to be within a certain like range to be able to say that that's like a realistic goal mm, of yours yeah. and that's why like i'm a 231 guy right now i can't sit here and be like yeah i'm gonna run 219 what that's is like, yeah i thought it was 218 or something i think it is 218 now, the actually. discrepancy between men and women is crazy not yeah. that i really want th- i just think that the men should have a little bit more yeah <laughs> i i mean i also the woman's one's gotten hard though it's it has 237 two yeah i believe uh yeah i think it is 237 now yes because when yeah. anna my coach OTQ'd, it was still 240... 245, probably. Yeah. That's a huge jump. That's a big leap. I, I think, I personally... Have we talked about this on the podcast? Maybe not. Like, the, the OTQ in general in Atlanta was really special, and I thought specifically on the woman's side, because there was something really cool. If you're running under 245 as a woman, like, that's really fucking impressive. If you're running two, under 245 in general, that's and really impressive. Absolutely. But, like... If you're under 245 as a woman, like, you are an elite yes. runner. Yes, Like, yes. hands down. No one who's a 244 girl is sitting there claiming that they're going to make the Olympic team. Right. That's, but that's fine. Like, right. I personally am fine with, like, having this group of elites who are all running together. And, like, for half of the race, it's trying to make the Olympic team. And the other half is, like, a celebration of those individuals and what they've accomplished. Yeah. Like, I think that's cool. And I wouldn't hate, like, I would have liked if you really, to appease people, you probably had to make the woman's standard a little harder. Yeah. But, like, I would have been fine with, like, a 242, and then you leave the guy's standard where it is. Honestly, my ideal scenario would have been you leave the woman's where it is, and you make the men's a little softer. Yeah. Maybe that's me just being selfish, but, like, What was the men before 219? It was, was, I think it's 218 now. I think you were right. It was 219. Wow. I honestly think they only made the men's harder because they didn't want to make the women's harder Without. and not the men's harder. Yeah. But, like, people are also getting better. Is Absolutely. The yeah. But where they put the both of the standards at this point, I think it does make it... There's still a group that'll sneak under the standard and it'll be, like, a celebratory event in Orlando. Right. But, like, they are kind of making it now, which is a different perspective of, like, it's a race to select the Olympic team. Um, which is a fair perspective to have. It's just like for the growth of running, I would prefer it be like a little bit more community. Absolutely. And having because more people. Like you said, fun. even if you ran, if some, if I ran a two forty four and Anna runs a two thirty seven, that is enough. Like she's already gonna be yeah. a leg up, but that does then you don't take away the distinguishing factor of me qualifying for the Olympics. Yeah. Like you can still be like an Olympic trials qualifier. Exactly. Having ran. I think that there's something right. noble in, in having that nomination yeah. also. And the, one of the arguments that a lot of people make is like, they do a lot for all of the athletes. Atlanta was unique, but they do like bottle service for everyone and shit like that. Mm. I think you could tell, like, I'll just talk for the guy side. Cause like yeah. that would hypothetically be me, but it's like, if I ran two seventeen fifty nine and they told me that unless I ran under two fourteen I don't get bottle service at the trials, I don't give a fuck. I'm right. not going to the Olympic trials to make the team at that point. I'm going to the trials to like celebrate that. Exactly. And I'll do the water on the course. Like I don't care. Well, you yeah. get the secondary bottle services where some like girl comes out with the like yeah <laughs> the sparkles. <laughs> And it says Tim Rossi yeah, water bottle. Yeah, it says Rossi. <laughs> I'd be super supportive of that. Galen gets 10 Morton bottles and I get the fireworks. <laughs> you get the, the fireworks. Instead. But I do think there's a way to yeah. like make that event a little bit more... Uh, inclusive. Like I like the idea of it being more inclusive. Absolutely. I just think it would be more fun. And I like agree. you figure out the logistics is the right. whole thing. It doesn't right. need to be... Like, I, I respect the shit out of the logistics that have to go into like a 400-person race where you're taking care of everyone that sure. much. But you don't have to. You can take care of the top fifty. And, and if it's fine. exactly, you take care of a fraction of them. It's almost like you you tear it off. Yeah. Like yeah. There is a top tier and there's a bottom tier or whatever you want to call it. 
And like, if you make this certain cutoff, then you get the bottle service or whatever special accommodations that they provide. And if you don't, you still get to celebrate your incredible physical feat. And what do you think, how many more people would that include if they kept the the cutoffs where they used to be i mean i think you'd probably like tops i'm pretty sure i used to know this number off the top of my head because it was my favorite thing to yell about <laughs> i think you'd have like 400 and 400 in the fields maybe mm. which isn't that bad That's i think that atlanta bad. had 550 maybe 600 total okay across both divisions um yeah, like, it's not that bad. And yeah. especially if you tear it out like that. Right. And then I also actually like that to go further down the rabbit hole. It, like, incentivizes people running a good marathon or running a good half. You could figure out a way to do it with both. But, like, it, it forces people's hands a little bit where they don't just, like, only get ready for the Olympic trials. It, like, right. gives the 50th best marathoner a reason to be, like, I should try and make sure that I have every advantage that I can have on race day. So I'm going to go and try and run a top 50 time for Americans Yes. Uh, this fall rather than like whatever you're doing. It may, it makes other races matter more and not just the Olympic trials. Right. There could be other goals, you know, like stationed within also qualifying yeah. or running a qualifying time. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I would, That'd be nice if they could just bring it back up into the 40s for women. That'd be great. That'd be absolutely great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 245 is still, like, to reiterate, really fucking fast. That's the, like... Oh, my God, it's so fast. Whenever this conversation comes up, it's one of those awkward ones of, like, you want to make it clear that, like, you're not underselling the accomplishment. Because the woman's side is the one that always gets, like, argued about. People always tend to think that 219 for men is fine. Oh, really? uh, like if anything like make that fucking standard slower bro like mm-hmm. I, everyone's always like make the woman's harder and leave the men's I'm like no like yeah make the men's slower like, yeah let's just do that that's fine we don't right. just need to make it harder for the ladies yeah like, let's figure it out for the dudes yeah uh i don't know it's it's a, a interesting one but to john's point yeah it'll be grandmas will be i'm realizing that we started talking about this because of grandmas yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but grandmas will be really fun to be there and like be part of that get to witness it because the nice thing with the half being an hour earlier is like i'll be done i'll go back out to the course and you'll get to watch and i'll get to watch which yeah. will be cool um and there's a bunch of people from new york traveling this yeah year, let's get some shout cool. outs who do we got going we've got uh i'm gonna forget someone so apologies in advance but in the half yes. definitely brendan martin definitely lily both shout of which out, are banded people out. and homies um so that'll be fun me and brendan martin shout out to myself here we're gonna figure out a uh i actually just got a text from him so hopefully it's some talking shit but we're we're gonna set a line for ourselves brendan is way better of a runner than i am oh, but nice. we're gonna have like a five minute line where like loser buys the other person a beer at the oh, end. i love and, that um so it'll be fun where i'm like struggling at the end. I'm like, I don't know what Brendan ran yet. Or I see one of my buddies on the stuff. I'm like, what did Brendan run? Yeah, you got uh, like two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I start panicking. Yeah. Uh, and then on the woman's side for the marathon, uh, Leanne and Aaron, uh, Leanne and Ellen. Um, Aaron is not unfortunately running, but she's already but she's qualified going. for the trials. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, did, what, didn't she qualify in Berlin? Yeah. She yeah, qualified yeah, yeah. in Berlin. Yes, so yes. she's chilling right now, Hell which yeah. is awesome. She's getting, she's getting recouped. Recouped, exactly. I'm excited to see Leanne. Yeah, it's going to be fun. She's going to rip. She's is, that a, is that an OTQ is. attempt? Or? Yeah, I think, like, I don't think it's not official. I think, like, Did she run Berlin as well? No, she did. She ran, she ran Berlin. She did run. She and did Berlin and CIM. CIM. I yes, think she I ran, I'm going to forget exactly what it was at CIM, but I believe she got under 240. It was a big PR yes. at CIM. Yeah, I think year. she did, like, 239 yeah. or 238. Yeah, but still, Very like, close. huge jump. Like, mm-hmm. CIM was cool last year. Uh, like her, Jean, um, like Caitlin really all kind of went for it together. Caitlin yeah. got Caitlin it, Phillips. which is super cool. Shout out Caitlin. She's so fucking super cool. Super friend, friend, friend of the pod. She's, of the pod. Oh shit, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's super pregnant. Congrats, Caitlin. But on Strava, you'd have no idea because she's still Because she's still crushing. ripping. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I see Caitlin working That's out wild. half the time. Just like, Jesus, like that's Pregante. the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my life. That's so uh, cool. And then who else do we have going? Oh, shout out, you know, Jake McInerney. Oh yeah. Uh, he's shout pacing. out, shout out. Uh, oh. I probably said Jake's last name wrong, so sorry, Jake. Hopefully, 
Uh, he doesn't hear that. That's okay. Jake was my intern in Chicago. Oh my god, my really? Connection to Jake. Yeah. That's fun. He's the pre out in uh, Minneapolis now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then the loops, or not the loop. I'm looking at John. Sorry, <laughs> too soon. Uh, Mill City too is soon. gonna be out in Duluth doing a bunch of stuff. It cool. seems like. So I like Mill cool. City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a, a, one of their um, jerseys. Really? Yeah, one of their things. We went into their store when we were in Minneapolis. Who's oh, it? So, and they have like a little run crew that like. The flapjacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're cool. They do cool stuff. We yeah. are the. John did TSP with us. That was like the team that we ended up Daddy's like or something. Path with. Yeah, Daddy's Bradley. Daddy's Stallions. Bradley Stadden. Uh, oh I never knew how to say that, and then I had to like. I just called them Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Why not? Zaddies. Shout out the Zaddies from Minneapolis. <laughs> They fucking crush. Yeah, they crush. They're yeah. great, like great TSP vibes. Yeah. Um, so they'll be out there, which is cool. Jake's pace in the OTQ woman. Uh, I need to heat press a Lost Boy singlet for him. Oh, I was yeah. supposed to do that today, but I'm probably gonna do it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Um, who else? Oh, and then like Clay and Harry are doing it. There's oh, a bunch cool. of other Brooklyn track club guys. Clay's doing the half or the full. He's doing the full. Oh, him my and Harry God. are both doing Fuck the full. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, they've been relatively. Because I don't know how to describe it in Clay's exact words. Clay initially wanted this to be like a fun marathon for him. He didn't want to like seriously train for it. Like, didn't want to think about it too hard kind of situation. And I was texting him earlier this week. He's like, Yeah, dude, it's so weird. Like, these last six weeks, I've just been like really fucking serious about training. Oh, my God. So I think he's like skewed into the the realm of like wanting to really try and run fast. Yeah. But it'll be fun. I've never been to Minnesota. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, never. I heard it's they cool. have heated sidewalks. It's is that true? Heated Wait, sidewalks. Heated sidewalks. Yeah, I think that's true. Maybe only crazy. in the winter. I mean, I would assume then. How but the like, fuck would they make that happen though? I need to. Understand I have no idea, but I think it's like it gets so cold that they have like a maybe it's not all so of it. Heated driveways, heated. maybe. Or... No, I think it's heated sidewalks. Holy like shit. I don't think I'm neighborhood you're in. I'm Definitely. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta check those tax. I think it's probably like one singular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, no, but thing. it's like their park system is very cool and advanced and along the river what river is it is that the mississippi i think it is the mississippi i think it goes all the way there yeah it does I run along the, it. it's one of the great lakes it's right there yeah right? yeah 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 yeah. And whatever mm-hmm. lake this one like geography one. but I yes i'm gonna google it so that i think the answer is wrong. yes uh but yeah it's cool they have like they all interconnect and it's like very well maintained and organized and you know, all the things that you want out of a cool park system. That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, Lake Superior is yes. the lake that this race runs upon. All of this to say that I will come back and give the race the review. Can't uh, wait. They've been very communicative so yeah. far, uh, and I have not read we love. enough about it. We do love communication. I've got, yeah. like, because I'm technically, I'm putting in air quotes for all the listeners. I'm technically in the elite field. Are you going to have Rossi that on boy. your bib? I, that would be fucking sick. I that boy different. Yeah, different. <laughs> Really, like, for context, just to expose myself really quickly, is <laughs> I fully, like, didn't register and then wanted to do it and emailed them and was like, can I please get into this race? Like, here are some times that I've ran recently. Is there yeah. any way? And also to the shout out, like, OTQ race, I think everyone's doing the marathon, so the half marathon's a little softer. Uh, you know? yes, yes, so yes. they were like, yes, we do have space for you. I was like, do you think you could win? Oh, absolutely not. There'll oh, be some okay. asshole who runs really fucking fast. I mean, there'll be a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I, else is running the half that you know? You said Lily and Brendan Martin. Lily and Brendan Martin. Brendan Martin could be up there, actually. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's just a few. Like, I think it's a little better than Brooklyn half, is what I would say. Oh, okay. Brendan was fifth at Brooklyn. I don't know why oh, I'm looking at John. I, yeah, I, I think that's I'm right. No, that. yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say sixth, but he could have been fourth. He was, like, right there. It was fourth and sixth where, like, Jeff Thies was right there. Yeah, Shout yeah, exactly. Shout out, Jeff. Yeah. Come on, Meryl. It's another Ted Lasso thing. They do. Oh, you guys need to watch Yeah, we're just going to watch. They do something called the Diamond Dogs when it's, like, dudes get together and talk about their, like, life problems. It's actually, like, really That sounds really nice yeah it's, it's like vulnerable mature. men can be vulnerable yeah, you know that's, yeah yeah that's, that's exactly <laughs> what it is but when they like summon each other they all bark it <laughs> 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 oh, so it's man. not same but different you know it's kind of fun we're, we're simple-minded species you know <laughs> <laughs> got the dog in we got that dog in us you know <laughs> i didn't know what that meant and thomas has to explain it to me every time <laughs> it's a, it doesn't make a lot of sense 
it doesn't, but it's good. But I, get I mean, it. I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, it's good. Yeah. You go back to like a little bit more of a like historical representation of what dogs were, yeah, right? Like vicious animals, right? Got that dog in me. Right, Ross is gonna have that dog in him this yes. weekend. Yeah. Shout out, we'll get the recap next week. Thanks for hanging out. It's the same way you showed me. Nod my head, don't close my eyes. Halfway on a slow move. It's the same way you showed me. If you could fly, then you'd feel south. Up north, getting cold soon. The way it is, we're on land. So I'm someone to hold true. Keep you cool when it's still alive. Won't let you down when it's all ruined. Just the same way you show me. Show me. You showed me love. Summer shade, nose dive in the flood lines, tall tower, milk crate. It's the same way you showed me. Cannonball off the porch side, older kids trying off the roof. Just the same way you showed me. You showed if you could die and come back to life, up for air from the swimming pool. You kneel down to the dry land, kiss the earth that birthed you. Gave you tools just to stay alive And make it up when the sun is ruined That's the same way you showed me Showed You showed me love Bye.